Welcome to the clan! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage, you ask? Leverage is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. Leverage is the power to make stuff happen in your career. And that's what you're going to need in this business. It takes more than your songwriting talent, more than your artistic talent to get a record deal or to get a publishing deal. You're going to need leverage. That's why we called it the CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. That's called an acronym. That's your history English lesson. Uh, let me introduce you to my brilliant co-host who came up with that, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brand is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how to write like a pro, how to do business like a pro, and then he will actually hook you up with the pros. You get some at-bats with some publishers to give that song, take it for a spin around the block. You can uh, reach out to Brent and connect with him very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, and that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves. And so you can get paid in the process. Daredevil has worked <laughs> Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, with no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's up, brother? Hey, man, how are you? Man, I'm doing all right. I am just uh, enjoying this little time at the house without all the kids. My dog's staring at me through the window, and... I may have a mess to clean up, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, you got a little... I got a little doggy. little break. A little break. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to try and knock this out before they get home and come screaming into the uh, house. <laughs> so, yeah. Right on. Well, let's get to We're going to get to it. To it. Um, all right. Well, what I want to talk about today is... What are we going to talk about today? Yep. Yeah, four reasons why a publisher won't meet with you. But there's also one thing you can do about it. So, four reasons a publisher won't meet with you and one thing you can do about it. Because you know what? For okay, me, hold on. Before we oh, go into that yes. any farther, hold, hold on. Before we get into that any farther, let me just say this. If you haven't joined the Climb community yet, go to Facebook and uh, search for the Climb community. Ask to be let in. We let everybody in. And if you behave like bad little boys and girls, you will be roadhoused. We will throw you out. Uh, if you like this information, share it with all your other friends because they'll find it valuable too. Please take 30 seconds, leave a rating and review on iTunes. That makes us look more legit to people who are just finding us for the first time and you can help usher them in and, and bring them into this, uh, this little community that we have. And then the last thing, guys, hey, subscribe to the podcast on your podcast player and it magically automatically appears every Tuesday morning. So uh, with that, Brent. Well, actually, I remember something else we need to tell everyone about if they haven't heard about it already is the Climb oh, Conference. Right. How could we forget? Yes. The Climb I'm Conference. I'm so stoked about this. I know. The Climb Conference is coming up uh, the weekend of May 5th. So Cinco de Mayo. We will be wheels down in Salt Lake City, uh, Utah, and we hope that you can join us. It's going to be a fun weekend, couple-day event. We'll be joined, Johnny and I will be joined by Chris Oglesby of BMG Music. He's a music industry veteran. He's in the publishing world. He knows all about music publishing and he works with hit songwriters like Wynn Varble and, and Travis Meadows and, and Hillary Lindsay and all kinds of craziness. Uh, work just 
he's worked with a lot of pros. He was instrumental in getting Luke Laird first signed and, and getting Luke up and around. Luke's had like all the number ones lately. Uh, so he knows what he's talking about. He's going to be there talking about music publishing, songwriting. And we also have Shelby Kennedy, who runs the National Office of TuneCore, which is a big digital distributor. And so they're up on what's going on in the digital world, how you're getting paid, how you get your music out there to, to these digital outlets, which um, are becoming more and more important. It's not about stocking the shelves. It's about the digital shelf space. And so he's very knowledgeable about That's that. Right. So it's yeah, good. Well, so big, big deal there. So, well, yeah, the four of us are coming out to Utah. So uh, why don't you come out in Utah? Talk to us. You talk to us. So there's some, <laughs> Utah, Utah. Yeah, you, you can get some more information. In there. I'll work on it. <laughs> you can get some more information. You can, uh, you can, Utah, talk, talk to us. Us. <laughs> Put a little rhythm in there. <laughs> but uh, you can find out more about the Climb Conference at um, climbconference.wordpress.com. Once again, that's climbconference.wordpress.com. And shout out to to Mindy and to uh, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. for for putting all this together. They, they, they're really the ones that are making this happen. And, and we're just honored to be a part of it. Amen to that. All right. You ready to get into it? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Four reasons why a publisher won't meet with you and one thing you can do about it. So there's a little bit of uh, hope at the end of this tunnel here, a little bit of light, and hopefully it's not a train at the end of this tunnel. So <laughs> for many songwriters and possibly you, Climber, trying to get a publisher meeting is like trying to get a date with a supermodel. Like, I know they exist. I can cyberstalk them. I see them out there in the wild every once in a while, but I can't find one to give me the time of day. Right. So why is it so hard to get a publisher meeting? Even if you live in Nashville, even if you live in New York, even if you live in LA where some of these people live and so much of the business happens, why is it so hard to get that meeting? They're around. It's like uh, those guys, you know, crossing the ocean and the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria or whatever. That's like water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. I'm surrounded by water and I, I can't get a drink because it's all salt water. I have all these publishers around. I see them out at, um, at Chewy's in Midtown or at, uh, at uh, Hattie B's Hot Chicken. But man, they're right there. But I just can't seem to bridge that gap to get a meeting with them. But I see them. I know they're real. All right. So here are four reasons they aren't meeting with you and something you can do to change that. You ready to go? Hit number one. Knock, knock. Yes, sir. Knock, knock. Math. There? <laughs> That's right. Math. <laughs> That's right. It's back. Um, Matt says that publishers simply don't have enough time to meet with every songwriter who wants some of their time. Uh, there are a bazillion writers who want to meet with every publisher. And so math just dictates that there aren't enough hours in the workday for every, and I in quotes, quick 15 minute meeting that is asked of them. Cause yeah, even if you know the deal, they go, hey, I just want a quick 15 minute meeting, man, those 15 minutes, you got four of those in an hour, three of them really. Actually, probably more like two of them and fill up an hour. And they yeah. just don't have time for that. Unfortunately, yeah. publishers just can't get to everybody. Even though I know they want to, even though they know that they could be, they're probably not meeting with people that might be writing hits. They just know they can't meet with everybody. And so, but the other thing is math also says that the vast majority of songwriters just aren't good enough to solve the publisher's problems. And the publisher, at the end of the day, they're really concerned with solving their problems. And their problems are, I need to get cuts, and I need to get hits, and I need to get songs on the radio. 
because that keeps the lights on, that keeps the money coming in and keeps my family fed. That's their problem. And your job is to help them solve that problem by providing cuts and hits and stuff that can keep the lights on and keep their family fed. And so the vast majority of songwriters just aren't to that level where they are bringing in songs consistently that can solve that problem. Remember, we are in the service business. Yeah, it's a music business, but it is ultimately the service business. And so we want to serve the publisher in this case. They're looking to see hey, what can solve my problems. And most songwriters just aren't writing songs at the level that can solve those problems. And actually the odds are, are really better that you'll either be needy or crazy and add to their problems. Now I got to get a song on the radio and I got to, <laughs> and I got to avoid writer X because he is standing on my front porch, you know, with a butterfly net trying to catch me and make me listen to a song. And he's crazy. We don't need to give them more problems. They got enough but the odds are better that you're going to give them more problems because you'll be needy or crazy than that you're going to have a hit song. So math, that's, that's just the world we live in math that it can't meet with everybody. And until you give them a reason to meet with you, you're just one of everybody. So that's number one. This is a real pick me up episode, but there's some hope. All right. Number two, you made a bad personal first impression. So maybe the publisher met you at, at an event or at the grocery store and you gave off the, the creepy vibe. You know, when you shoved your CD into her grocery cart alongside her avocados, you know, she's like, please don't touch my avocados. Or maybe you reached out through social media and, and saw that post, uh, or maybe they, you know, you reached out through social media so they backtracked you a little bit and saw that post where you ranted about how much radio sucks and all the music sucks these days and artists all suck and there's blah, blah, blah and it's terrible and you know, so now the publisher really has no desire to give you a second chance to make a worst impression, you know, because they've already like, okay, this person's really negative. They're griping. They're doesn't sound like they're in the solution business. Sounds like they're in the problem business and I'm not in the problem business. I'm in the solution business. So I don't really want to meet with that person because that mess is contagious. I do not want that coming in my publishing house, that kind of attitude, that kind of negativity, right? Because it's mm-hmm. man, we're, we're artists, we're creators. And it's a very low batting average kind of business, very low success rate. And you don't want people around that are creepy, vibe killers, negative, because that, that, that mess is contagious and we can't have it around. And so- Yeah, and let, can, can I expand on that a yeah, little man. bit real quick? So mm-hmm. you guys, you, you have to understand your opponent when you're, when you're playing a game, when you're in a competition, when you're- on a team, when you're trying to create a team, you've got to understand the point of view of the other person. If you're going to successfully communicate to them, would you say that's accurate? Yes, I would. Like know your audience. Like being in a marriage, part of the reason you're still married is because you're always trying to find each other's point of view and try to understand it from her perspective. She's trying to understand whatever situation is going on from your perspective. And then somehow in there, you find a, a, a way to, to, to make it work. Right. And so this is like a really, really common thing amongst um, artists who are trying to break in and songwriters who are trying to break in. They take it personally, right? They're like, they meet somebody at a party or something like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, great. And they're, they're, they're happy to see them at a party. And then they don't, they don't take a meeting, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, they don't, maybe they don't remember them, you you know? Um, It's statistically the odds are against you for being a crazy person. <laughs> right, yeah. 
you know, statistically, you are going to understand that you are coming from a position where they, statistically speaking, you have a big, big, big chance of being somebody who's completely unaware of how they do business, are completely unaware of the time constraints that they have, completely unaware of the way the music industry works and you're really naive and and you are going to cause problems so mm. if you understand it from that point of view when you do get a couple at bats the first thing one might think of is let them know hey i understand your position you know mm. you got a lot of people coming through here and and then they uh, that takes some of that edge off and helps you uh, you know helps open them up a little bit more to, to realize who you are but it, statistically it, 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 you can't take it personally because they don't know you yet but right. you're a crazy no. person in the beginning. That's what they're going to yeah. yeah. Or just not professional. Yeah. You just yeah or not, unprofessional. Yeah. Like I said, you just, you're not going to solve their problems. You have a better chance of adding to their problems. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, we talked about the, the personal thing and, and the negative attitudes and that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, unpleasant people might still have a great song or two, but you know what? A publisher is looking for something more valuable than one great song. He or she is looking for a great songwriter that they can have hits with for years to come. So in other words, if a publisher doesn't like being around you for five minutes, they're sure not going to be excited about being around you for the next five years. And yeah. so this, this interpersonal stuff matters, having a, a nice first impression. Not that you have to wow them because trying too hard is a turnoff, but at least not a negative one. <laughs> you know, take a shower. <laughs> you know, Don't be sloppy drunk when you meet them. You know, don't, like I said, shove your, your CD and your cassette tape or your 8-track in their face. It's not a way to, or like I said, griping about the business on social media or around them or whatever. That's not, it's not what they need to be around. It's like, yeah, you might have a great song, but they're in the great songwriter business, really. Because they, they don't want the golden egg, they want the goose. That way they get the supply of golden eggs. So if they know that you're, you know, can consistently kick out golden eggs and they'll put out with you, put up with you more. But, you know, at this point, they don't know that. All they know is you probably don't even have a golden egg. It's probably a rotten egg. So if you're, you know, an ugly duckling instead of a golden goose, they're going to give you the time of day. They got other places to spend their time. I'm throwing all kinds of crazy metaphors out there today. Mixing them all up. We'll move on to number three. Oh, would it? Right. Wipe the palate clean. All right. Uh, Number three, you made a bad musical first impression. So, you know, knock, knock, masses, it can't meet with everybody. Number two is you made a bad personal first impression. Number three is you made a bad musical first impression. So let's say a publisher is out at the Bluebird or the Listening Room or one of those places to hear one of his writers and happen to get there early and you're there in the early round. Now, if your songs just aren't exciting him, they're too slow, they're too cliche, they're too boring, whatever, he's not going to be in a hurry to sit down with you for a half hour. He just heard some of your stuff. There's just not a compelling business interest for him to not meet with someone else or not go to a pitch meeting or not listen to his writer's new songs so he can meet with you. After all, publishers know writers tend to play you know, some of their best stuff out. Stuff you hear people play out is probably a pretty good indication of where they are as a writer. So if that's your best, they don't really need to hear any more, at least not until after you've you know, worked on your craft and woodshedded for a few more years. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So that musical first impression does matter. You know, you, like I said, you're at the Bluebird listening room. You play your best stuff. They don't love it. Then you go meet, you know, see them later and go, hey, come over there. I saw you were here. Man, I'm so-and-so. I'm a big fan of what you do. You know, maybe you've even done your homework. You can spot them. I would love to just come in and, you know, they're probably going to be someone nice. Like, oh, yeah, man, nice, nice stuff or whatever. Nice to meet you. Like, well, I would love to get a meeting with you. Do you have time for like a 15-minute meeting? Well, you know, call the office. <laughs> it's probably what they're going to say, call the office. And, uh-huh. and they'll be like, no, this is not a good use of my time. Cause I don't have all day. I mean, I got all day and that's it. You know, I have all this other stuff to do. That's like I said, there's not a compelling business interest. If your stuff doesn't knock them out, if your stuff knocks them out, I had a, I had a, a veteran writer tell me one time about publishers looking, you know, writers and publishing deals and stuff. And he's like, you know, publishers are never looking for writers but they're always looking to make money. So if you look like money, they're looking for you. If you don't look like money, well then, you know, you might fall under the giving back category. Yeah. I like to, you know, mentor young writers and stuff. You might be able to play that card a little bit uh, where they're giving back to the community because somebody gave them a chance to, you know, get some feedback, but they're not looking at you seriously as a moneymaker because you're just not there yet. So you want to make a good musical first impression. These are pretty basic, but, we need to know this and realize it is not personal. It is just, that's just how the framework is built. And we got to learn how to exist within that framework and get from point A to point B. Ready for number four? Yes, sir. Number four, the publisher just doesn't know you exist. Literally. Like how can a publisher agree to meet with you if you've never stepped into their awareness? They just can't. Right? So if you and your songs never leave your bedroom in Boise, Idaho, in Des Moines, that publisher meeting is simply not going to happen ever. So you have to get over your fear or whatever and do something. It just, they have to become, we've talked about reach and frequency before and you have to be able to reach that publisher. And that can be frustrating if you are out of town, if you are in another country or even if you are in Nashville, but you're waiting tables and you're doing other stuff and you don't have a way to kind of get on their radar like, how can I get a meeting without them being aware of me? How can I make them aware of me if they don't take a meeting with me? It's difficult, I know. So, but uh, yeah, largely they just don't meet with you because they don't even know you exist. Like either that you're 
messages never get to them. You know, you drop CDs off, but it gets intercepted before it gets to them because most CDs are more likely to have a lawsuit than a hit. And they just don't hear stuff because they can't listen to all that stuff. So they just don't know you exist. So that's the last thing is, you know, so they can't meet with everybody. You made a bad first personal impression. You made a bad first musical impression. And then they just don't know you exist. But, you know, what if you're all ready to get those songs out of your bedroom in Boise and Des Moines and Dubuque? Maybe you're ready to do something, but you just don't know what to do yet. Like, how do you approach a real deal music publisher in a way that gets his or her attention in a positive way? You know, do you have to belong to some sort of private club? Is there a secret handshake? All that stuff. No, the thing is, there's not a private club. There's not a secret handshake. Publishers do want to hear new talent when it's talent. <laughs> they do want to hear young pros when they're pros. You know, they do want to do that. But they also have to protect their time and, and not waste it by opening the floodgates. I mean, I'm the same way. I get emails and Facebook messages and stuff, people wanting to take me out for a cup of coffee. And I would be really caffeinated if I took all those up. And I would also be not getting songs. <laughs> and I would also not be writing blog posts. I wouldn't be recording this podcast right now. I'd be somewhere having coffee and running to the bathroom every five minutes because of all the jaw. You know, I just can't do I get it. emails all the time with people that put links into their music with no subject line uh, uh, in the no nothing in the subject line. No, hi, this is oh. so and so. No, yeah. just a link. Yeah. Oh, I get that and stuff I, too. I throw them away because I don't know if it's a virus or not. Like you know. Yeah. Well, th- and just out of principle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to it because, like, obviously, you don't know how we talk about doing business, so you don't know who you're talking to. So, therefore. No, I'm not going to listen to it. Odds if you are, sent that request in for a Domino's pizza, they wouldn't know where to send it anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. So it, it's that sort of thing. But that's why you have a hard time getting a publisher meeting. Because your music's not good enough. You're not likable in that first impression. They just can't meet with everybody and you just haven't risen up the rank yet. Um, or they just don't know you exist. So they can't even say no to you because you haven't even rung their bell for them to answer or not. Uh, but I do have a way for you to take a swing at a publisher, not a literal swing. You save that for after they pass. But a way to uh, you know swing the bat, try to hit a home run, a way to try and connect with a publisher to try to get on their radar. So you know I don't like to say all the bad stuff without giving you some hope and something you can do to hopefully change that. So one thing we have coming up is we have the uh, Play for Publisher event coming up at Songwriting Pro. So this is something I do every quarter. So if you listen to this in the future, um, then there's probably another one coming up in a month or two. But we bring in a legit music role publisher. What you guys can do, send in a song, send in your best song or two or three. And I listen to them and I pick the ones that um, I think have the best chance of catching our publisher's attention in a good way and making a good musical first impression. And then we all meet up on a, a... video conference. So you can, we've had people join us like Sam from uh, Scotland. We've had uh, people join us from all over the world, all over the U S all over the world. So it's been, it's been really cool that way for some people to get publisher meetings that you can't just hop on a plane and hop over and hope they get a quick 15 minute meeting to listen to one song. Uh, Cause publishers, what they do, like for me, the value is I want to help you guys out. 
I want to prescribe some some ways to help you overcome the four reasons why a publisher isn't meeting with you. I, I love doing that and connecting you with the pros. For a publisher, why is a publisher showing up? Well, a big part of it is because I'm, I act as a filter, right? I'm weeding out all the stuff that I think is not ready yet. And I'm bringing them just the cream of the crop, the best 10 songs I think will catch their ear and hopefully lead to a relationship. Do I think that, you know, you're going to walk out of there with a, a publishing deal or, you know, they're going to run out and pitch this on the next day? Probably not, but it's a door opener. It's a way to get on somebody's radar. I mean, we had, um, uh, what in December, I guess it was, our last one was with John Osher of Olay Music. And one guy, he ended up having like two songs in there. And, one song, and they were both killer. Uh, one he'd entered, one his co-writer had entered. He ended up in there twice. Because I listened blind, I didn't know till the end that uh, this guy was on both of them. But uh, David uh, Michael, I believe is his name. And That's awesome. There's just cool stuff. And John was like, are you local? He's like, yeah. He's like, come by the office sometime, say hi. He's like, oh, yeah. Just like that. And you know, <laughs> David emailed me later. He's like, you think he's serious about that? Or should I? I'm like, dude, if you don't go by, I'm going to punch you in the guitar. And fast because yeah. you got to do it. Like you got to follow up like immediately. You right. Know? Yeah. He said it. He better admit it. And it's like, yeah. Osher knows not to say that if he doesn't mean it. He's a pro. <laughs> that's opened up a big can of worms. You just don't say that stuff. Come on by if you're, if you're not going to answer the door. So yeah, man, so it's been a door opener. So he got to go by and say hi and then get some, you know, the space time on the video. Now you're, and hearing a, one of his best songs, a quality song. And now he gets to go by and knock on the door, shake a hand in person. And hopefully they will go and make beautiful song babies and they'll invite me to the number one party. You know, that kind of stuff happens. There was another guy with Osher, a guy from up in Louisville, and John was like, well, yeah, we've met before, haven't we? He's like, yeah, we met at da, da, da. I got the music store in Louisville. Oh, man, good to see you. It was another at-bat with John. So it was a guy, you know, to get his music and his face in front of him for a second or a third time, you know, to, to build that relationship, to start getting on their radar, to start building that brand equity with that, with that publisher. So some good stuff's happening. Um, but our next guest is Courtney Allen from BMG Music. She's a... Uh, a young uh, creative director. She's been at Starstruck, you know, so work with Reba, and now she's at BMG. She works with great hit writers like Travis Meadows and Wynn Varble and, and more. Uh, she's awesome. She's real comfortable with country and pop, so especially those two uh, worlds you can send in. You can get all the details and learn how to submit your song at by downloading my free ebook at giftfrombrent.com. That's gift from brent.com get not only does it get you a helpful free um, ebook it also puts you on the songwriting pro insiders email list and so i will send you the information about how to enter your song and everybody that enters a song also gets to watch the video replay so even if your song isn't picked because knock knock math i'm only doing 10 most people won't you get to watch the video replay of the event and hear all those value bombs like hear what made it and hear what the publisher thought about it which is like being in a publisher meeting and getting the real deal from the real deal. It's super valuable. Uh, but check it out. And again, that's a way to get on a publisher's radar is getting in through those, those places that act as filters, you know, uh, drop it in the pipeline. And if it's good enough, like if you got the song, Courtney knows what to do with it. So if you got the song, drop it on by. But that's what I got today. That's awesome. Well, um, thanks for that. Brent, that's, I mean, that, that you really developed a lot of relationships between um, former 
amateur songwriters and and publishers who are like, that's some talent right there. I can work with that. Like, let's uh, let's stay in touch. Let's keep sending me songs. All of a sudden, you get on the radar screen and you can you can work from there. Perfect mm-hmm. way to do it. And um, man, if if you don't take advantage of this and you choose to sit on the sidelines and talk about how hard it is to make in the, in the music business, you're, you're bonehead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> put it out there. <laughs> Even if you, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, what are you say? No. <laughs> I know. It was like it's an at bat. And and thing is, it's valuable. Some people have sent purchased a, a, a submission. It's only like ten bucks. It's cheap. You know, say. I'm not even going to enter a song because I don't think I have anything ready yet, but I just want to watch the replay to see what it's like to be in a publisher meeting and what they have to say about this stuff. Like that's so educational. Like what goes on in there? What are they doing in there? (laughs) Well, this is your chance to pull back the curtain and a publisher to tell you just like if it was your meeting, you know, because there's like back and forth, a little bit of conversation. Uh, Super valuable. I mean, I learn. I'm I'm sitting there taking notes because it's valuable for me to hear from so far it's been guys and, and now, you know, uh, Courtney, what are they seeing every day? What, you know, it's, it's, heck, that's part of the reason I do it. It's good. Hey, man, I learn stuff. How about this too? How about this too? For those of you that are out there that are finding it hard to, to like get in the inner circle here of Nashville as a songwriter, you know what else you're going to get when you just listen to what they're talking about is they're going to touch on what the new trends are Mm -hmm. they're always like one step ahead of the game they're the ones that are going to decide what hits are going to come out tomorrow and if you're writing songs based on hits that came out 10 years ago Mm -hmm. you're 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 so far behind in the race you think you're first you know but to hear them give feedback and say well this is what's going on now we're looking for this we're looking for that we're looking for this and then you really get a real time like this is what's happening today direct Mm -hmm. from the horse's mouth oh my gosh i couldn't spend enough money to do that, but 10 bucks, come on, really? Oh yeah. And it's great because I'm going to find a good update on the trend. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Cause and every song that we send in, I mean, I can only play what people send in, but so far every song has been solid. It's been quality songs. You know, we're not, I'm not going to play a bad song because I'm not going to waste my publisher's time because I want them to come back, but you get to hear good songs (laughs) and then to hear why they make up. Well, here's kind of my problem with it. And you're like, what? I thought that song was awesome. To kind of like, oh, here's a bar reset on some of these that are really good songs. And they're like, well, here's some things to think about. What I'm running into is this, that, and the other could be a problem with it. You're like, whoa. That's right. That's where the okay. And that is really valuable just to know, okay, oh, man, I thought that was amazing. And they got some work to do on it. Sometimes that happens. That's Super. invaluable, man. That's Heck invaluable. Yeah. Like, forget about it. part so, is knowing where the bar is set. If you don't know, yeah. you don't know when to when to stop. You know, you've told the uh, the example before about the guys running, trying to jump as high as they can and touch a point on the wall. Yeah, and they mark it. And then the guy goes about six inches above that, puts a hundred dollar bill, <laughs> takes it to the wall. It's like if you touch it, yeah. you can get it. And then you start, oh well, that's the bar, and you can start jumping higher, and people get that hundred dollar bill because now they have a specific target knowing where the bar is set. And they can jump higher than they thought they could before. Yeah, find out where the bar is. Yeah. <clears throat> find out where the bar is. Find out what people are writing about. Find out what they're looking for. Like it's you can you can you can make the best blue solo cups on the planet, but if they're only buying red solo cups right now, it's not going to do you any good. You That's know, right. so. So find out what, what, what the market wants uh, in these meetings too. I just think that's an incredible like inside information opportunity to, to put yourself in the know. But hey guys, that brings us to the end of another killer 
Climb Recording. Join the Climb community. If you haven't on Facebook already, search for us. Be asked to let in. We'll let you in and we'll roadhouse you out if you're bad boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Share this if you like the information. If you've got some friends that are songwriters, friends that are in the artists that could, that could benefit from this, you know, let them know about it. Turn them on to it because the odds are they, they might not know about it yet. Um, leave a rating and review on iTunes. That's what makes us look legit to people who are finding us for the first time. And we're working real hard to market and expand. And your kind words and your honest thoughts and opinions on this are, are going to be what, what gets them to say, you know what, I'm going to give this a listen. And then finally, subscribe. It mm -hmm. automatically comes into your phone every Tuesday. So uh, this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.